What are we going to call this? We can't call it Star Wars in Review because there's another podcast that has like the in review name. Star Webs. <laughs> Have you seen that off brand of the Star Wars toy? It's called, it's like this dude in a, in a bathrobe with like a lightsaber and this, the title, and the same guy found in like a market in like the Philippines. And it's called Star uh, Webs. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Star Labs, Star Wars, Star Webs, Star. Star Wars, a look back. <laughs> a celebration of all movies, but mostly Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? While you sit there and think, I'm going to introduce myself to Star- the audience. Stargazers? Stargazers? <laughs> Welcome to Infinite Pulp. Max and I are currently trying to figure out what we want to name our little series. And I vote so, Star Webs, but I, I don't think Aaron's particularly excited about it. I'm just trying to think of like how can we get across to somebody else who's just jumping in for the first time in the first year and it just says Star Star Webs on it. Like, <laughs> are they going to really know what's going on here? Like, Are, are they going to be invested in this? And so I really have to to think about it for a little bit. Um, welcome to 2021, everybody. We, uh, we haven't seen you in a while. It's, it's, it's been a little bit, so I'm excited to get this out there. This is your first bonus episode to this season. And so, uh, we're doing bonus episodes with all of our Star Wars reviews. And, um, this is the first one. We're going to watch A New Hope today. It's going to be really exciting. We are very excited. I am super excited. Because this is, like, maybe the fourth or fifth time ever I've seen this movie. Like, I... I'm not like an annual reviewer of it, right? I, and, but most recently, yeah. I did see it like two months ago when I showed it to my fiance for the first time. I have probably um, box office mojo. I've probably seen this movie twice a year consistently in my entire life. And wow. so, um, I mean, from the age that I've watched it, because there's been years where I've watched it way more times than two times, and there's probably been years when I've only seen it like once. It's, I don't know. I usually watch it more than once. Star Wars is usually a yearly kind of review for me, mm-hmm. um, for sure. So um, I just wanted to give a few little details before we really get... Actually, let's get some details as we're watching it, because this is a bonus episode. We're not going to give you guys too much fluff at the beginning, because really, Max and I have to watch these to review them, so we just decided to do it together for you. <laughs> That's kind of why kind of why these exist. So let's get started. So here's the thing. We are going to start this movie. Um, if you're watching it on Disney+, Plus, it's really easy. It's 18 seconds in. If you're not watching it on Disney+, Plus, that's going to be an issue. Only because um, the Disney+, Plus intro is different than a lot of the other intros for this movie. So hopefully we can get everything the same. But I know, mm-hmm. depending on which version you're watching, we are watching the Disney Plus version, which means we're watching the special edition versions of these. And so if you have the special, you have to watch the special edition. Otherwise, you're going to be all off. And we understand us. that many people will have lots of thoughts on that. And we will discuss that in our next episode as we mm-hmm. sort of review what we just watched. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But we are watching the special edition ones. Yeah. Um, so that is important for everybody to know. You can't actually find the theater theatrical edition ones anymore. Um, really? They only sell these. Yeah, I actually have purchased. We'll get into it in the movies. We don't need to talk about it now. I want to stop fluff at the beginning. Um, <laughs> so we are going to start it at the end of the 20th Century Fox fanfare. And so that's the dun, 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 
da, da, and it goes dun, da, 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 dun, 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 dun. so it does all that kind of stuff there's a snare and like bass drum hit at the very end of it and it goes Doof. very easy to recognize it's the end of the song as soon as you hear that that's when you hit pause and then you can start um, watching it along as soon as we count down together yeah um you should barely see the lucasfilm logo on the screen Yep. And it's about to get real loud in your ears, so... Yeah, and 18 seconds into the movie is, like, the timestamp, and honestly, like, if you're half a second one way or the other, like, a quarter of a second, I don't think it'll matter too much. For it, the it doesn't. I actually know people who listen to this and don't watch the movie with us, and they're like, we can kind of pay attention and, like, know what's going on, and, like, I don't know, I'll tell you about it as soon as we get into it. <laughs> All right, so our starting is um, on go, three, two, one, Go. Okay, let me hold tab right quick just so I can I can have it ready and pulled up. Are you gonna press spacebar or, or hit the button on the on the I'm gonna mouse? hit the button. Okay, me too. Alright, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Alright. Star Wars. Star Wabs. Starting now. <laughs> We're starting in three, two, one, go. It's so iconic, you know, even, so even the good. opening. Just like, can you imagine oh sitting in a gosh, dark screen I love these the, movies. in a dark room for the first time? I can't. No. Dark theater. And I, yeah, and it's just like that silence in those words. And then, and then yeah. the epic sound comes on. It's so good. And we're going to have somebody on um, our episodes starting with the prequels, um, who actually you've heard before, Drew, my good friend Drew, who came on and talked movie franchises with us. He's joining us for some of the prequel movies. <laughs> Um, and Rise of Skywalker, for sure, he's going to be on there. Um, but he never saw – so uh, Drew is from the Philippines. So he never like went and saw Star Wars, never had it growing up, didn't have the movies at all. And mm-hmm. so when 1997 special releases came out in theater, that's the first time he ever saw Star Wars. Wow. As like – he would have been probably like – so he's a couple years older than I am. So like, he would have been like around 11 – you know, when he first saw it, like perfect age to get into it, you know? Oh, yeah. And so we're going to have him on. We're going to have him talk about all that stuff and like what it was like and and like how much hype he had for the prequels because like you had just seen, you know, in theater, the, the originals. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so this is so good. I love these movies so much. I'm just going to start gushing about these throughout all of these movies for, mo- <laughs> for the most part because even the bad ones, except for one i typically really enjoy and watch so cool so a fun fact about star wars we're gonna get right into it um every single star wars uh main saga movie starts off in space with some sort of um ship coming from either the top or the bottom of the screen and like mm-hmm. over the horizon, and that's how like every single one of them starts. It's really really cool, and even from this first scene, like the graphics of the revised version are so obvious. Like, Dude, it looks so good. It's like, very nice. Yeah, these are supposed to be the 4K ones, and like oh man, they just make me so happy. Um, all right, so I want to keep watching while I while I do my research. So where's my other little? Guy I actually here? need to turn my sound on the video down a little bit because the Special effects are just a little too special. <laughs> okay. So, a couple facts about Star Wars. Did you literally just Google facts about Star Wars? Nope. I didn't. I heard I you typing. I, I, oh, I typed in Star Wars. I already had the website that I was getting my facts <laughs> okay. from pulled up. 
These are just regular facts. It's written by George Lucas, directed by George Lucas. It had a budget of $11 million, which is a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like, for an indie film back in the 70s. Yes. Um, but this wasn't his first movie either, right? He had already done like American well, Spirit or whatever it's called. with the American cars. Graffiti? I need that to find one. out if he had done American Graffiti. I think so. yes, because that's how Harrison Ford and him got connected. Mm-hmm. And he also did THX... Um, eleven thirty eight. Yeah. Which my friend was watching in college once, and the uh, sound wasn't on on the laptop he was watching it on, mm-hmm. and he just thought it was a silent movie, and he made it like halfway through before he realized there was supposed to be sound. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited for you at like a fourth or fifth watch on this. This is really exciting. Yeah. And Do you even, mind if I talk over it? Is that okay? No, not like, at all. It's, it's, okay. That's the point. Like the immersion yeah. in the world and like is so immediate because they do such a good job of the details. Oh, There's yeah. a term for it that Adam Savage calls those things, like the little details on the sides, you know, the, the control panels and the, yeah. the gadgets and gugas and widgets and stuff that make the world that much more believable. Um, and, and that's, there's like a whole department dedicated to just making those for the, for oh, the project. It's so good. But it sells it, right? It's in the details. It does, no, it does. So, like, that's one of the biggest gripes. And so here's how I kind of want to deal with this. I think this is a good time to talk about it. When Oh, also, let's take a... Are you drinking anything, man? Uh, yeah. Can we take a moment of silence for David Prowse? Because he yeah. passed away recently. Yep. Yep. All right. Mo- moment of silence starting now. Frickin' C-3PO ruining everything. We were having a moment. It's not his fault, okay? He's lost. He's scared. <laughs> Droids have feelings too. Um, so I want to do uh, no no future spoilers. Essentially, we can so try. Let's not talk about the future movies while watching the current ones if we can. Let's okay. try to focus just on this film and not necessarily like the sequels. Yes, we have to figure not like the sequel trilogy, but like the movies after this one. We will have to relate back, but I don't want to relate forward. Okay. And so I don't want like, oh, you you know, you get it. And so yeah. we're going to focus on – and that's kind of how we're going to do it in the review too. We're really going to – we're not going to try to talk about like how Return of the Jedi affects Revenge of the Sith. Like we're going to talk about Return of the Jedi and that's it. You know? And Perfect. so Oh, that was a good sound. It's pretty well known by now, but in case you didn't know, um, David Prowse didn't know that his lines were dubbed over until he saw the movie. Yeah. Like, like, and so I, 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 he, and he's like really never made that much of a stink about it or anything. And so like, what a good respect. I, I, I love him. He's awesome. Like everyone yep. who's, who worked with him said he was, he was wonderful to work with too. And so I think I he gets, it. he gets great credit here. Um, There's a really cool little. It didn't. You can't see it very well, but if you notice, Princess Leia's like little um, shin guard. It's made out of the same material and painted the same way as a stormtrooper. Interesting. I did not know that. And so I don't know if there's any like significance to that, but I feel like it really wraps the world together because it really like says, okay, they're using the same material for like armor in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, it's consistent, right? 
Like yeah. people are willing to suspend disbelief, but you have to be consistent within the world. <laughs> tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky. Also, it's wild. What are we to paying me by the laser now? I was going to say that's exactly what I was going to say. Is it's wild that they would just like not want to waste the laser, <laughs> like just pew pew. You know, you, people people waste oh, so many man. lasers in the fight in the dog fights and stuff. Like, come on. Max and I are not going to be ashamed whatsoever about stealing jokes from Family Guy during these films. <laughs> I think it's impressive, though, given how difficult it is to see out of those helmets, that the actors never bump their heads against the walls or anything. Oh, like just wait. The sight lines in those helmets are bad. There is a scene in this movie where an actor bumps his head against the uh, door as it's like opens up. It's in the Death Star. And we're going to point it out and you will never be able to unsee this. All right. So if we if we took a moment of silence for Mr. Prowse, oh, can we yes, please absolutely. have a moment of silence for our princess? Yes, please. <laughs> Holding her is dangerous. <laughs> yep yep waging intergalactic war is dangerous she's such a good leia like her she's her, so good yeah her precociousness her belligerence her righteous fury yeah no she she plays an amazing leia i i love her it's funny to me to watch these extras i didn't really pay attention to the you know the grunt soldiers during mm-hmm. my first few watch throughs and they are trying so hard to act. They are yeah. acting their hearts out, man. They're like, oh, what he's saying is supposed to be interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So, oh yeah, we're, 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 we're breaching the, the subject very quickly here since it's, we're getting on tattooing. But what do you think about the special editions versus the older editions? Do you want to you save that for like a review? Yeah, we got to talk about that later. Okay. We don't, we don't have time to talk about that now. That would just okay. be, that would consume the rest of the film. We got to pay attention to how hard it would be to walk around in the desert in that outfit. This was filmed, I believe. Gosh, I know this. I want to say Algeria. Yeah, is where they filmed this. This and is the the site of the famous pink shorts. Uh, yes, boom mic guy. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's great that Anthony Daniels has played C three PO his entire career. Yeah. Like he voices C every everything. Everything C three PO was Anthony Daniels. I think after Rise of the Skywalker was his retirement, maybe. I'm not sure if he's gonna come back for it, but but it's gonna be interesting having a new C three PO. Definitely. Maybe they'll retire the character. I doubt it. He's too beloved for them not to want to try to milk it more. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um <laughs> that booty. That C three PO booty. <laughs> Who's your favorite droid? In this movie? Well, I've only you know seen... what? If we're okay, operating well, under the assumption that we're just talking about what we can see so far, then you're obviously right, you're right. my favorite is C-3PO. Because... So here's, here's what I want to do. While, while these movies are going on, we should create lists of what we want to rank during our reviews. So obviously we're ranking the movies. I think we should rank the droids. And you have to pick a different droid from each film. So it can't just be C-3PO or like R2, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should rank the... Actually, those are the only two things I want to rank right now. Okay. Well, obviously, I like C-3PO better than R2-D2. Like, R2 is practical, but C-3PO is like... 
an he's like an ambassador out of his office. You know, he's like, I'm just I'm just trying to make a difference. I'm do my oh, job. Oh, he is. He's so flustered all the time. Yeah, I like R2D2 more, but that's probably because of his like little spunky attitude he has. Mm-hmm. He's very and, precocious. And the fact that like you can just have beeps and boops and turning and like spinning. Um and you get R2's emotions. Yep. You know, and and like that's what I love about these old films is I feel like they did such a good job of capturing the emotions of almost every like main character or like important impactful scene and and so yeah i gotta talk about this more review stuff later i'm sorry i'm just gushing i it's just gonna be me gushing about star wars for 10 out of the 11 movies <laughs> that's fine could be so much worse oh that humming by the way folks is just max's heater don't worry about it. We're going to leave it on the whole episode, so it's not going to like be weird or anything. It's just what it's going to have. It I is. may try to like denoise it a little bit, yeah, but it, every time I do that, it 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 distorts our audio a little bit so that I don't like. Um, but I will try to denoise it a little bit so it's not as loud. So, but we'll fix it in posts. Yeah, it's like twenty five degrees here. I can't not have it. on. Oh yeah, I'm not. You should absolutely have your 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 heater on, man. Like, I just wanted the audience to know what was going on in case they were like, "Aaron, your audio's off." I'm like, yes, yeah, well, if people are listening with headphones with quality high enough to be able to pick that up, congrats on your nice headphones. <laughs> I think they'll like be lulled into into submission by it. Mm-hmm. It's only when I cut it out and then put it back in that it makes like a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I stopped doing that when you put your heater on, and also you talk so well that like. I never ever have to cut stuff out of you. It's always me. It's like if I did as well as you did with my like dialogue and my mic setup and everything, we I would take spend half his time editing our episodes. <laughs> well, it also may be that you're probably more critical of your own work than you are of mine. It is. I also breathe like a horse. So like like my breaths come in real loud and yours don't. And that's the main difference of me, like trying to figure stuff out though. I've just kind of accepted it a lot lately and I've actually modified a way that I edit and we're talking about editing while watching the star Wars. Let's get back to this. (laughs) Um, I love this whole sequence here, putting the restraining bolt on, like just, and, and the, the fact that like, you don't immediately know, that C-3PO is in there, but, like, if you were paying attention, you could kind of infer, like, oh, mm-hmm. he's probably in there, too. And just, like, the dedication to detail, again, the world building, right? They're doing so much world building without any conversation or exposition, yes. right? All yes. the exposition is visual, which I love. Like, the Jawas don't even speak, which is so fun for me. Yeah. I love it's, that R2's got his little glitter helmet. Yeah, his, uh, it's just... Hairdo. The world looks lived in, and I feel like so many films now just don't feel lived in. Like yep. these feel like these like Jawas are are traders and like work like they they are tinkerers. Like of course they would have shops like this. Mm-hmm. Also, did you notice Wally just then? That was I did. that was totally Wally. That was. And you notice the first droid that they showed after R two was R five. Which comes mm-hmm. up later, which I think is a really like like I think that's an intentional editing choice. Absolutely. Like, so how long have they been out here? Because like our like C three PO is dirty, mm-hmm. you know. Like I'd want I'd be curious to know like what the length of time 
that they were like actually out here for. That's a miniature, but it looks so cool. And the way they build the scale, so you know, like you watch them walking into it, so you know that how big it's it is. Yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. Now we get to look at 1990 CG for a little bit. Yeah, so the, our Thunderball commentary, Rob was like, yeah, I actually didn't watch the movie, and I followed along perfectly what was going on. You guys did such a good job. <laughs> I was like, commentary may not be just repeating what the movie is going on, but in podcast form, that may be like <laughs> the best way. Yeah. Come, let us tell you uh, the story of Star Wars as we watch it. Well, I think it's fascinating that he's like, look, sir, droids, and he holds up the little dongle, and it's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, this... This you didn't notice by like the shuffling footsteps vanishing off or the two track lines going off into the <laughs> distance. It was this metal circle that, yeah. that clued you in. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I guess it could have been like maybe the the way the tracks were being placed, it could have been somebody dragging something in the sand. Um not to mention I, how how R2 gets around in in that like loosely packed sand. You know, that, like, we do, yeah, that, it's just. I had something to say and I totally forgot about it. I love that, obviously, like, the, one of the vehicles for, like, telling a story, right, is, is by allowing the characters to be in new experiences that the audience experiences through those characters. And that's what we're doing right now with R2 and C-3PO is like they are the strangers on this planet along with us. And so mm-hmm. we are experiencing all this new stuff with them. Yeah, we're getting right? introduced to to all to to Luke and, and Ben and all these folks, not Ben mm-hmm. and uh, Owen, through, like you said, C-3PO and R2, which is I had never really noticed that until now. Even this shot, like from the back of the Jawa, like walking around, you know, like that's where the droids are at. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like these two actors. I think they do a fantastic job as um, Uncle um, Owen and Aunt Beru. Veru? V-E-R-U? Is it Veru or Beru? I don't know. I've never heard her name. Oh, yeah. Aunt Beru. I know Owen. He says Owen constantly. <laughs> yeah, but Uncle Owen says they need to stay on for another harvest. Why does Owen gloss right over R2? <laughs> like, like, he's clearly the better R2 droid. Droid. Yes. Yeah, like, like maybe he has... You know what? We make... Have you ever been at a store and you see two droids that functionally do the same thing and you're like, you know what? My favorite color is red. I'm going to pick R5. Huh. That could have been why he chose R5. Because his favorite color is red. Yeah, or like, that's true. All my other droids are red. You know, they're made by the same manufacturer. Like... Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe he just likes the R5 style droid and doesn't like, you know, maybe he's an 80s car driver instead of a, you know, 2000s car driver because <laughs> R2 is very rounded versus the squareness of of R5. That's true. And he's also an astro droid and they would probably know that looking at him. And so maybe there's something undesirable about that. Yeah, absolutely right. So maybe, like, maybe R5 is way better suited for like, maybe he's a farm droid, you know? Yeah. This scene, like, is heartbreaking. Like, R2 is just, like, that mm-hmm. dog, like, that you have to give away that looks at you as you're, like, walking. And mm-hmm. C-3PO just turns around and is just like, all right, I guess it's my new owner. See you later. <laughs> like. 
a first instance what? of uh, C-3PO using the Force on Luke. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Luke, what about that one? As C-3PO waves his hand. <laughs> um, I'm saving it for the review, but I do have a very serious question about the Force, and I want to know how, like, but we have to talk about it. Okay. I love Mark Hamill. Like, even these oh, early scenes, so like, he's good. just... So petulant. Like, it could very easily be, like, looking at him, he's like, he's an amateur actor. It's like, no, he's being a teenager. Yeah. That's what teenagers do. Haven't you ever seen one? This is the correct way to play a teenager. Mm -hmm. In four movies, we will find out the incorrect way, but this is the correct way to play teenagers. (laughs) Yep. I want everyone to pay attention to these scenes, and I think I want you to pay attention to Luke's um, just desire to, to always be looking forward and never looking at where he's at, like not staying in the present. Mm-hmm. I, I Just try to catch that in these earlier films and just really look at Luke and how he has, you know, and what his journey is. Has it always bothered you that I never felt like C-3PO was fully submerged? Like, that would bother me so much. Like, like, Luke, like Master, like, there's still dust on my shoulders. Like, look, mm-hmm. there's still sand everywhere. Get it out. Help. Please fix it. Yeah, you would, think, you would think it's the sort of thing he complains against. But instead, they're doing the exposition here. And I think it's a lot of fun because it makes sense here. Right? Like, Luke wants to get off. 3PO is like building the foundation for getting their job done and yeah, maybe eventually getting back like, well, and, and they're laying down the foundations of, of, of the story in the scene, mm-hmm. you know, like, like this is where everything kicks off from these, like this moment. Yep. But it's only a teaser, right? It's no, just, it is. It's, it's so good. Was this the first GIF ever? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We are, that would we make are it. not fighting about this, but this, this, this is the first one. I'm gonna, <laughs> I will say it. Oh, so what I wanted to say is what I really like about this scene is the fact that you see in kind of what you were talking about the convergence of of the two like starting points for everybody where C-3PO and R2-D2 are coming from space and like that's what they are. They were on an ambassador ship. Like they are a space crew, you know, like they're space Mm -hmm. droids and Luke is looking to space and that's where he wants to go. So you have these two characters that are from the place that Luke wants to go and then they mesh together, you know, and that's when you can like, I love that they do the expose in this film or the exposition right here. It's just because you're right. Like it's, it's like, these guys have the knowledge that Luke's desires and they're going to like now go there together. Like, it's just so good. Like, and I don't know if it's intentional, but I, I really love that. It has to be. Yeah. And obviously the, the old hermit in the, in the wilderness is like a very old, like storytelling trope, right? Like yeah. that goes back to like even pre Beowulf eras, like recorded, yeah. recorded storytelling. There's always the her- hermit. There's somebody who like wrote a fantasy novel that hasn't been published yet that I read a few years ago who, who opened in chapter used an old man mm-hmm. <laughs> making food in a little hut. Mm-hmm. Or pot of tea, I believe. A pot of tea. Oh, uh, show me the pretty girl again, guys. Don't, don't, don't hold it over me like that. 
he is whiny. And I think that could very easily, like, if you're the first watch through, it would have been like, why do I care about him? He's obnoxious. Pay attention. Yeah, he is. Pay- that right there. See, look, do you see that? Did you see C-3PO right there? Yeah. Yep. Do you see all the bends in his armor? Yep. And like his, like, I, I, I want to see if that stays consistent throughout the film. So let's yeah, check yeah. back. Absolutely. And, and, and see. I'm now realizing that the reason they're bent like that is because those are jeans. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. But the, the, those, like, they're not jeans, but like, those are pants. Like, look at them. You can see, like, see the way they connect with the other metal, and, like, they're clearly different material. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you have to do that, but. <laughs> Grunts dismissively. That's the uh, subtitle. <laughs> I'm running it with the subtitles just so I can like have a conversation and not miss any of the dialogue and make oh, sure that that's I that's a great don't idea. I don't think I can do that because I don't want to pause the movie. I, I love how she's you. just wearing a Dean jacket, like a denim no, jacket. She is. Yeah, these guys are like in Jedi robes, but like You gotta, you gotta think that oh, like Uncle Owen had hoped that Luke was gonna follow in the family business and become a, a moisture farmer as well. He's probably disappointed that like he's gonna lose like his son that he raised, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to, for sure. To, to like, to like possibly the same fate that he knows, like that his like son's father had. Like, I, it's just like Where I can is he understand. Going to school? Where is he going to school? Let's talk about that. Where next semester? What the? What's a semester? How do they know what semesters is? Oh, stop talking about anachronisms. <sighs> I love it. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, like in Lord of the Rings, they say meat's back on the menu. Like, menu? Where are these Urukai eating that they have a restaurant with a menu? Oh, yeah. That that one is amazing. I do love that one. But she um, legit looks like his, his aunt legit looks like she could just be any woman in the 70s at a dinner table. Well, yeah, absolutely. Who's his father? I wonder if that'll come back. What a scene. So good. I love the little, like, you see, like, his little kick that he does? Like, Mm -hmm. his little petulant, like, eh, I'm going to kick this rock because I'm mad. And it could very easily come across as, like, petulant or, like, unlikable. But he's just a kid who wants to do what he wants to do. Yeah, no, it's... And that's the first time we hear that theme, right? Yep, it is. That's 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 Luke's theme, mm-hmm. right? Like that's like his attributed theme in the films. I think, yep. yeah. I like how he's he's making excuses. He's covering for him. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, please don't short circuit either of us. Because they don't know his character. They don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, they came from from like a military operation. Like, that's where they're from. You mm-hmm. know, like. What is this? What What is that machine? Like, that is such a unique looking a, little robot. It's a Roomba. <laughs> It keeps all the dust away from the important electronics. Oh, see? 
The back of his pants aren't bent anymore. <laughs> good, good detail. Yeah, that's that. I love how they haven't gotten to painting the rest of it either. <laughs> like it's not painted. It's not. They just like they don't want a ladder. Ladders are too expensive. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about that. Or <laughs> that's so good. Or man, do you think they intentionally painted it a different color? Interesting. I hadn't considered that. Because it looks like there's some paint, like that, like that. The, the way that that thing drips down on one of the doors, it looks intentional. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. Hit the accelerator. Like, yeah. Why aren't you going? Are you going? <laughs> I love the way they talk. Mm, yes. These creatures always remind me, or vice versa, um, the that big buffalo like cow creature in Stargate always mm-hmm. reminds me of those guys of the of the Banthas. Yep, absolutely. They hadn't even they hadn't even named them at this point, right? They're just like sand people, is what yeah. they're called. Yeah. Okay, so this scene right here, that, Woo. not that. So there's another one. Let me show you. C three PO's scream as he gets pushed backwards. Is that one good. right there, where the sand person lifts it up and down several times. Mm-hmm. In filming, they actually like when they're filming the scene. Um, that that actor only did it once, and that was an editing trick up and down that they did mm-hmm. um, when they like added to the film. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Look at the detail on this speeder, right? Like they've already taken off. They, they I don't think they took off this piece right here. But, like, it, it really shows that, like, this is a secondhand speeder, right? Like, this is a tool. This is not, like, a fancy car I'm going to drive. Like, right. Like, I use this for work. <laughs> I love the noises Obi-Wan makes. Yeah. Like, Ben comes down going, ooh. <laughs> so ridiculous. Alec Guinness is well known for for stating that this is his least favorite role that he's ever done. He wish he would never done it. I didn't know that. That's really sad. It is really sad. His hair. Yeah. Oh man. Is that a toupee? You think? No, it's just it's just the worst case of bedhead I have ever seen. <laughs> he walks around with a hood on all day. Yeah, no kidding.
Yes. That's what they used to call me. <laughs> He's got that sparkle in his eye. Yeah. There's got to be a ton of drawers that look just like R2, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I understand the only reason he doesn't recognize the droids is because this was not supposed to be a, a you know, a trilogy mm-hmm. and, like, what it is. Um, so I, I don't really find a gripe too much on that, you know? That no. they don't, that, like, they spend the next 20 years in Star Wars property showing how much Obi-Wan actually knew these two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's fine, just go on without me. <laughs> I think you can see C3PO's life progressively getting better throughout throughout the the original trilogy all the way up through the sequels. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I hope I don't forget all these connections that I want to make between. No, this is actually important. I want to watch this. should have told him what it did before he just gave it to him yeah (laughs) just imagine him just like oh like pointing it to him how do you turn it and just boom Obi-Wan's dead series is over cut his own head off Never before has one little horn held so much promise. Yeah. That trumpet in the background.
So R2 is absolutely just not showing it to Luke. Yeah. Like, he could have, but he just didn't. Just didn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because he knew it was only for Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a a good... See, R2's on a mission. Yes. There's an argument to be made, I think, that, like, he... The Jawas interfered with it and that Obi-Wan had to, like, repair him, I think. I've heard people... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard people argue that. But, no, I, I, I like to believe that R2 was just doing his... Like you said, just, like, carrying out his mission. Did Obi-Wan already talk about the Clone Wars? No. Okay. Well, maybe. We fought, I think he says we fought together in the Clone Wars, and that's it. It's just like the one sentence. Yes, but I still like – I still think about that a lot and like that one sentence and how much of a plan Lucas actually had from here. You know, like mm-hmm. had he written like what like the, like the Clone Wars were and how that happened and everything else and like had a vague idea of what that plan was going to be and then just made these instead – like, I I, I want to know, like, how much of an idea the Clone Wars thing was, you know, or just a throwaway line of, like, it sounds cool, so let's just say Clone Wars. Right. No, I think, I think it was, I think it was just, like, put in later. But I think it's a great tidbit that he put in to leave open the opportunity, right? Because he, yeah, Lucas could have... He optioned out his payment on this movie in return for full rights to the toys. Right. Right. So he knew that this was going to be kind of a lasting thing. He had a, he had kind of a plan for that. Dude, these haircuts. Just... <laughs> Yeah, they're pretty bad. And the the angles and the lighting are weird, like yeah. intentionally, but the acting is very good. Like oh, even yeah. the extras in these movies, I think, do an excellent, excellent job. I love this scene. That guy on the far right looks like... Uh, who was in Memento? Guy Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> what what a what a childish thing to say. I know. Obviously it's there as exposition, but like come on, Anakin. Now the sound you're hearing is not my heater. Now the sound is Darth Vader choking. <laughs> I want you to remember that scene specifically and i need once we get to the review part of the movie i want you to like i'm gonna bring it back up because i have a question about how the force is being used there okay did obi-wan say that the force was something that was um created by all living things or flowed through all living things both okay it, it creates surrounds and infuses all living things okay That's cleverness. (laughs) 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 
Yeah, that comes back. <laughs> Gosh, man, we haven't even gotten Han Solo yet. I'm so like, I'm so excited for this. There's some, like, yeah, that's what I love about it too is they take the time to really set it up. Yeah. I really appreciate the like you discover this at the same time Luke does like they don't give you time and like explain to you what happened it's just like oh you and Luke have the same like oh this yes you're right this could have happened they could be back at my aunt and uncle's mm-hmm. and like but they don't stretch it out and like immediately he leaves and I, I it's just so good and really really rings like and really I think adds to his character a lot oh yeah and like it just makes it so consistent John Williams Oof. is so good. No, no words there either. Just like, yeah. resounding you can just silence. tell how mad he was. I never really like recognized how angry like Mark like and like Luke was at that time. Mm-hmm. But that like you could like that just the music. I I, I just I kind of got Anakin vibes from him a little bit. Yep. <laughs> a little, you know. <laughs> and the guy behind the door hanging like. Holding it up, you know. <laughs> if you noticed very briefly on that last scene when it just comes across the door, you can see behind it where like the bar is of somebody holding it. Oh, like, I didn't even notice. It's very, very brief, but it's like you can clearly tell somebody like it's really heavy and they're like struggling to get it in the right place and it's like bouncing up and down. <laughs> Man, R2-D2 absolutely set that on fire. I'm now realizing where he's at. He's the fire marshal on this. <laughs> and Obi-Wan and CP-3 were just like, they were just doing it just to like be respectful. And to, like R2 is like, nope, we're going to burn this. Mm-hmm. Ah. That was great. Yeah, just, just like, that, like haunted look in his eyes where he knows what that means. That and like understanding that like this kid just lost his only family. Yeah. And like you you could see like the sadness in Obi-Wan's eyes. Because mm-hmm. I think with that What weight, a great line. I love that line. Wretched hive of scum and villainy. Um it, I'm going to I'm going to have to you know what to do some of these I'm going to have to write some of these down and just uh save them for the review too. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna, I'm not writing anything right down today. I really should have. I'm probably going to have to watch this again and take all my notes. <laughs> I love how busy the area is. Yeah, me too. It feels like a spaceport. Mm-hmm. 
Play the same song. Good to know. I love like the wear and tear on the buildings in the background. Yeah. Yep. That kind of makes me feel like the paint in, in Uncle Aunt and Uncle's place was, was intentionally there. Yeah. Just the level of detail on, on all of the production value and yeah. just like it's just so good. I love the look of this bar and just, it just feels so good. Like everything is just right where it should be. You know, mm-hmm. it just feels like, and like we've all walked into a bar like this before. Like our, it's our first time. And like you walk in, you're like, wow, Mike, do I, do I fit in here? Like, is this, is this where I need to be? And then you have mm-hmm. your drinks. You're like, yep, this is exactly where I need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and again, there's so much going on, right? There's so many extras. Well, just there's like, so it, many just in this background, the light on that machine. Like, why is that there? Like, that's so cool. Like, in between Luke and C-3PO. Mm-hmm. What is that in the back? That is one of the scariest looking creatures I've seen in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That Did they show subtitles for you, for him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. That escalated quickly. Just like doesn't bat an eyelash after all that time. Yeah. Yeah. Did that look he got right there? He's like, mm-hmm. I still got it. Still got it. And you you wonder if it if it feels good, you know, if it's like oh, uh, this. Yeah. yeah, like he gives that. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> didn't did didn't did Peter Mayhew die recently? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he just, just stopped playing Chewie. I don't. I'm not sure that's true. He's always been Chewie. He's like well, one he, of the most enthusiastic like cosplay circuit people in the world. Yeah, he does Chewie's voice, but like physically, he can't do it in the films. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you think that 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 race of aliens is just really good at music, and that's why yes. the whole band is like that? Yes, yeah, that's like their talent. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this bar is trying to impress everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm the most dangerous person here. What? No, you I'm the most of, dangerous person. You've here. never heard of my ship? 
It's everybody here is like Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Obi Wan's like, Han, you think you're wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Obi-Wan's still on the um, uh, Empire's most uh, wanted list? Like, if they have, like, a top ten most wanted list, like, do they have Yoda, Obi-Wan, like, all these missing <laughs> Jedi that, like, are still out there? Probably. I would hope so. Saw Guerrera, I'm, I'm sure, is on there. <laughs> yeah. I guess Saw would be on their net. Yeah. Did they jump out the window? I don't think so. Maybe. It does seem like the only place they could have gone. He looks like those stress balls that you can get now. Yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. The ones you can like throw on the wall too and they stick to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so clever the way he his hand movement distracts you to look up there. Yeah. And brings your attention up there instead of down where his other hand is. That's very cool. <laughs> but I'm going to sit here and talk to you about it instead of just killing you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's unfaced. They're like, oh, God. More. More death. Jawas coming into after a long day of harvesting droids out in the mm-hmm. desert. Ah, oh, man. Peter Cushing is so good. Did you ever see um, Horror Express? It's a film I from 1939. Don't think so. It's Peter Cushing and uh, Christopher Lee. Oh, wow. And no, I have not. They're and stuck I can't on a, believe I have not. They're stuck on a train together with the golem. Oh, funny. It is awesome. Yeah. I definitely want to watch it. Definitely it check out uh, Horror Express. I will look into it. Yeah. 100%. I believe it's Horror Express. I'm going to confirm that just to make sure.
That dude's just wearing a fishing hat. Like he's not even. That's not even detail. It's just a normal fishing. Oh hat. man, I was wildly off of what the uh, the release date is. 1972, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 got Jabba here. This is like pirate looking guy over here walking away. Mm-hmm. Just still staring at Han. That's awesome. That's exactly what a uh, like smug henchman would do. Yep. Luke, the like person who's never flown in a like Starcraft <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. What a piece of junk! Come on, man. <laughs> Rude. Aww. It's it's interesting to me that he's wearing gloves while he works on the Falcon too. Like Han is wearing gloves. It, I didn't know he did that. I don't think I realized that it was a thing that he would do. No. I mean, he's a fan of of hands being dirty. We know that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody who's ever played Battle or Battlefront Two um, knows that's totally reasonable. If you've ever played as Han, like you absolutely that, bas- that blaster rocks. <laughs> yes, it does. And everyone's just like, "Oh, well, I guess there it goes. No problem." That's like your standard like SMG versus a BFG. <laughs> Also, if you notice, the very, very first scene um, that you see in the cockpit has the golden dice dangling from his, uh, from like his, yeah, his rearview mirror, you know, whatever it is, it's up there on the left. Oh, that's his headset.
<laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh. And there it is. What a great image. That's like the definitive Lightspeed look now, too. Like, Star oh, Trek yeah. used it. And then you just immediately like get to see this Death Star. Mm-hmm. Was that the first time you saw Death Star? Did they show it before? I think they showed it before. <laughs> She's so good. Um, my last thing on that Horror Express movie, it also features Telly Savalas. Cool. So. That guy, that guy there, that, that soldier looks like he was also the, the one on the left. Yeah. looks like he was also the guy with the messed up face in the bar. Very similar facial structure. It does look like he, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bet against that at all. (laughs) no you can't wow that's just like her yeah her dedication to to the rebellion like she knows like she knows what like what they're fighting for that's such a hard decision Mm -hmm. I love these guys those helmets are so cool Mm mm-hmm Unwieldy, though. Unwieldy, yes. (laughs) All right. I've had, like, one drink left of scotch, and I think I'm going to use it to pay tribute to Alderaan. (laughs) That's an excellent, excellent plan. <sighs> Max, what what number are you at? My my, I accidentally paused it for a second. Uh. One minute, two, three, four seconds, one hour and five seconds, one hour and six seconds, one hour and seven seconds. Keep talking. One hour and eight, one hour and ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You got it? I think so. I'm at a minute 34, 35, 36. Yeah. We're right on track now. Excellent. I love how the sound effects of that little orb 
or just somebody in, going into a microphone going, <laughs> Look at that. Han's eating food. You ever notice that? Like, Mm-mm. he's just straight up, like, has a bowl of cereal right there. Look at that. He's eating food. That's cereal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's space cereal, right? It's like blue milk. The blue milk that Luke was drinking with his family. It's nice that he just has a helmet floating around that has a total eye cover. Yeah. Like, what what good is that to anybody? (laughs) I imagine he uses it for napping. Okay, I'm going to have a question about this in the review, too. Okay. Actually, Even this the is... details on that little orb floating around are oh, so yeah. impressive. And the acting, like Han actually paying attention to his consoles in the background, pretending like he's, like, doing a job and not just sitting around waiting to say his next line. <laughs> That's like that line from Han is, like, somebody who who challenged you like on the basketball course like you can't make five threes in a row and you do uh-huh. it and you're like okay yeah but you couldn't do it in the game <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> what do you think the bars on the uniforms mean like the different colors I mean I know they're uh-huh. very like militaristic kind of style like those medals but or like rank probably yep but what do you think like the i'm gonna try to pay attention to see what like the best colors are to yeah, see his like, was blue all the way across the top and then half red half yellow mm-hmm. Ugh, that's brutal. interesting that they have jammers on their ship it makes sense for a smuggler though yeah yeah definitely that's not a moon yeah Mm -hmm. the realization on his face when he knows like what they're leading themselves into
You notice when he quit fighting against it, the like ship calmed down, mm-hmm. and like now it's just like floating towards it. I like that yep. detail a lot. Absolutely. All right, welcome to the music you're not going to hear for the rest of the film. <laughs> Man, that would scare me so much having just that giant ventilator shaft in the middle yeah. of the room. I know. like the most unsafe elevator possible. Uh-huh. Do you think Obi-Wan's blocking Vader from being able to detect him and Luke? I would assume. And that's kind of why he can't see anything in there. Like he's repressing his force and like making sure that like Vader can't like connect it, connect with Luke at all. Yes. That person had two different knee pads. This person does too. <laughs> like one of them goes up, the other one goes down. That's on purpose. It is on purpose. All the stormtroopers have them. I wonder why it was done that way. Because the Empire takes joy in a lack of symmetry. Yeah. I could, I could see Palpatine enjoying that. Absolutely. I'm with you. Oh, calm down, Chewie. You're fine. oh so he only has four blue bars at the top of his so the blue bars must be the lower ranks yeah and then the the further it goes down on your chest then the higher the rank Mm -hmm. you are i wonder if there's anything beyond the the blue or the red and the uh, yellow yeah we'll have to keep our eyes peeled for red and or yellow to see which one exists without the other. Because mm-hmm. I could imagine that, like, the yellow is, like, the base, and then red is, like, victories or something like that. Yeah.
<laughs> graphics, graphics, maps, screens. <laughs> Man, it's so wild to me out that this movie came up before Alien. Mm-hmm. Man, those necks look uncomfortable. It looks like they're made. I'm sure it's rubber, but it looks like they're made out of plastic. Yeah, or like it looks like PVC pipe. You know, like yeah. you can scrunch together. Not PVC, mm-hmm. you know, but like yeah, dude, it, it that looks so uncomfortable. He's saying goodbye. He is saying goodbye. Uh. Yeah. So that's something I want to pay attention to throughout the films to see if they say it that way. The force will be with you always whenever they're trying like saying goodbye to somebody who they don't think they're going to see again. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be interesting thing to pay attention to. Definitely. <laughs> Be sure to write down in the daily logs for when we are going to murder the princess, please. Okay, it's on the schedule. this is a this is a military tactic and i forget what it's called there's a name for it (laughs) that's a remote controlled car with a box on it. Do you prefer this military tactic or um, need help from 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 Thor and Loki? <laughs> or so, somebody help us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do somebody help us. No, I hate <laughs> Because they're both essentially the same thing. This, they are. They are. I like this one a lot better. I do too. I I I love the fake the fake prisoner trope for like so much. It's mm-hmm. it's so cool. Cause like yeah, that would work. It would. Those helmets, man, they're <laughs> so great. Have you ever wanted to um, have a like official, like legit stormtrooper costume? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. I don't think I ever will, but I definitely wanted to. Yeah. Man, I am never not going to notice their knees now. That's going to weird mm-hmm. me out. Can't unsee it. Oh. I love, I love the hands at his side. Just like dead arms. Yeah. Fish arms. Doesn't even... Like, he knows something's up, but he can't quite figure out what. What kind of blaster is that? That big long one? Is that the T twenty two? I have T- no idea. Yeah, well, that one that that Luke's holding. Uh, it might be. These are grunts. They have no bars. Right. No insignias. <laughs> I love that that Han says that. Mm-hmm. Like Han's the one that yells, "Look out! He's loose!" Like he's done this before. Mm-hmm. Also, Upcoming is one of the greatest interactions in movie film history, so I'm going to be quiet for it. Gosh, how many cameras are in there? (laughs) How many are there? He shot like 10 cameras. Yeah, well, they've got one obviously on every corner and then two on every wall, so... All right, this is I, uh, this is one of my favorite things in movies of all time. He's just so good. Just uh-huh. if you like watch the way his body moves and like the way yep. he wig- like the way he wiggles and like you can tell he's like feel, like trying like uncomfortable trying to figure out what to say. Oh, it's amazing. Man, that may be one of my favorite. Like I-, I may have to put that scene over the Dark Knight scene. Yeah. It's really good. That means Tarkin still doesn't know that Palpatine is a is a Sith Lord. Correct. That's so incredible. Like, uh-huh. gosh, he's such a good villain. I do realize what I just said, and now it's on recording after I watch the ninth movie, so I may <laughs> have to walk back my words. <laughs> His hair is still so luscious after being it's under that helmet and running so around great. and sweating. Yeah. He has a mop. It, that's a, that is a mop, man. Mm-hmm. Not only is it like 
it's it's good, but like it's thick. Yeah, you, you get lost in there. <laughs> if he has lice, I'm not sure you ever find in it. I just love the immediate like Han and Leia are so alike that they immediately don't like each other because uh-huh. like they're so similar. He's had a rough day. He's looking... He does not look good. There's a dent on his chin. Like, (laughs) it's not good. It's always somebody else's fault. long scene it is it's a long scene that they're pinned down yeah also nobody thought to flank them nope i want to just point out something real quick here that han is angry at leia for something han did in the control room when they were all stuck like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. earlier because he was like all mad and like we got to do something we're not just gonna sit here let's do something he was like ready to take action and she did and he's mad at her for that same thing Mm-hmm. It's great. It is. old man I see it oh that was great Jim Henson did all these right that's a good question and I want to find out for that I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he did um So during this scene, Mark Hamill had to hold his breath so long that he actually popped a blood vessel in his eye. Yeah. Because this That's is really not scary. this is not like shot in set like this is all one shot, I believe. Maybe not all one shot, but like when he's underwater, he is actually holding his breath, and that is as long as he held his breath for. This right here. So right here he's holding his breath the whole time. Wow. That's terrible. Like, that's a real reaction. Yeah. You know, like...
The way that's edited, man, I feel like they did this in like one take. Yeah, it it does feel like it for sure. Because the way, because they cut to the higher scene and you could still hear Mark Hamill coughing. Yep. And it felt like it was the same cough. All right, we're we're looking up. I'm looking up the uh, the, the movie uh, puppeteering right now. <laughs> so much diversion i love how they just take the word of the first droid they come across yeah no i know <laughs> sure why not yeah and it's just like I, wouldn't there maybe be a a empire-wide like apb for these two droids you know yeah, you would think Okay, so I don't know who did the puppets in this movie. I'm going to have to do more research, and I'll do it before our next episode to see if I can find out. Frank hmm. Oz did the puppets okay. Okay. for yeah, yeah, yeah. Empire. And Frank Oz worked for Jim Henson at the time, but it wasn't an official Jim Henson company thing. But Frank Oz was involved in all like those designs. Okay, that makes so, sense. So that's, yeah. They're, I mean, they're very Jim Henson. That, that's very Jim Henson, like, monster shop, like, style. And so, because like that creature, like was really similar to like Dark Crystal and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to next Halloween. We're gonna have to watch Labyrinth and do the film commentary <laughs> of that. Fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. The acting, the work that they do with their voices. Yes. In this movie is very impressive. Yes. Well, I would hope so. At least from Mark. Like, this guy has talent right now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason he's one of the better voice actors right now. Gosh, this movie... I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, like, not watch Empire Strikes Back tonight. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, it makes me want to watch The Last Jedi. Cool. You got me thinking about hype scenes and that scene where Ray grabs the lightsaber. It's just, oh, okay. No future spoilers, but man, that's so good. Do you mind? I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But in the final season of Clone Wars, there's a reason Obi-Wan knows exactly where these are. Like, this may not be his first time in the Death Star. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've never I've never watched the Clone Wars. I really need to go back and do that. Dude. I, I was gonna tell you after the episode, but since you brought it up <laughs> I did watch the final season of Clone Wars and uh the last five episode is probably like my maybe my like it's in my top three favorite like story of Star Wars of all time. Like because it deals with Order 66, but not from the Revenge of the Sith side, but like from like the clones perspective. It's so good. Yeah, that sounds you, interesting. You have to watch it. It's amazing. Like after the first season of Clone Wars, it, it gets way better. But the first season's not great. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. Your worshipfulness, he called her. That's I know. What I love their relationship. It yeah. is so fun. Because we all have, we have all known people like that, right? Oh, absolutely. They just like like you're competitive, but like it's really fun, you know. And it's just you just have that connection. Where you kind of get each other a little bit, mm-hmm. but kind of yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> honestly, if you actually think about it, that makes a lot of sense. If you know what kind of ships they're like had in like the Republic era and like how cool they looked, mm-hmm. like how much junk that these things look like. I absolutely buy that now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> in the original movie i believe a lot of those were cardboard cutouts and they've since gone back and like redigitalized them cool okay watch this like these are like what you got to pay attention to i hope we didn't miss it but there's a scene here where a stormtrooper hits his head on the on the on the, <laughs> on the ceiling <laughs> or on the door <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> it's in every that one scream yep it's, <clears throat> you know the only thing I think I would have rather have seen in this scene instead of uh, instead of Luke giving her the, the pistol would be her like watching Luke try to shoot and be like just give it to me like yeah. cause she's clearly been trained in this and he hasn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you wanna get off that rock now kid <laughs> I love their dedication. Uh huh.
the way he just sidles over there. Now he's got a dent in his forehead. Mm-hmm. Man, he's getting beat up. I think it's here. Yeah. <laughs> Open the... <laughs> I like how, like, he, and oh. even as he comes down the hallway, he has his saber out. Like, he knows. Yeah. Well, like, Vader already had, had so both of them just knew already. Sick burn. <laughs> okay. Complaints aside, I love this fight. Yes. So much. Agreed. The the reason the, they're holding the lightsabers they're holding and the reason the, the, that they're not moving very fast and like what they're doing is not because they couldn't do it. It's fully because Lu, uh, George Lucas was specific in telling them that these are powerful machines. You have to have two hands to hold them. And like you're like they are take a lot of force. Mm hmm. And so that's the style you're getting right now. It wasn't really until Return of the Jedi that like they broke off of that. Okay. Continue to enjoy the one of the best fights. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Holy crap, what's like What is yeah. this? Like uh, we better we all better go investigate. But like seriously though like those guys would have heard stories about Jedi's and like that kind of, and they're seeing it, you know? It's like it's like seeing the Loch Ness monster. Mhm. Mm All right. Do you think Obi-Wan could have won that fight? Yes. I think yeah. He, he smiles no, and then he doesn't move. Let's talk about it on the on the next episode. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh man, do you see Vader raise his hand there? Yep. yep. Oh. That was menacing. I was afraid for a second. <laughs> <laughs> man i was talking over all the scenes i'm really sad that we missed the stormtroopers hitting his head on the, on it's, the, on the it's door it's fine it's fine it's just a little it's a it, thing it is i do need to i want to i am i'm not going to rewatch it now but i want to go back and look at it and see if i can find it i promised an audience that i'd point it out to them and you know what 
ignorance is bliss because you're never going to be able to notice it <laughs> if you don't know where to look because I totally missed it and I was looking for it tonight. One of the things that's most important for me in a hero or a like a character who's smart talks like Han does is they have to be like we talked about with Sean Connery and James Bond. It's when he's making the jokes for himself, right? Yeah. Not not for laughs with right. the audience. Well, that and I do believe competence, right? Uh-huh. Like he backs up most of what he says, you know, uh-huh. like he prefers a straight fight. He's just like ran after those stormtroopers. Yep. No, I 100% agree with you. It's it. I really like that kind of humor in these kind of characters. Oh. The acting that Anthony Daniels does in this scene, like to simulate the ship being like rocking and moving is mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Good. We had an astromech, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and what's scary too to imagine is like, that's your oxygen, like in the vehicle, right? Like, yeah. That fire is consuming the oxygen that you need to be able to exist. For some yeah. reason, it's scarier when it's in space. Well, yeah. Have you ever like seen any space drama involving real astronauts? There's always a fire, and it's always like the worst thing ever. Yeah. I don't care that you can't hear sound. It is cool. (laughs) (laughs) R2's like, I've saved you so many times. (laughs) (laughs) You paid him back. It's so interesting to me that Vader works for him and not the other way around. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a military society, you know? Uh-huh. But, I mean, it is. Do you, th- do you think... I'm going to ask you this now so I can remember that when our episode comes around. But do you think that speaks to somewhat of uh, Vader's, like, incompetence as, a, like, a political leader? Why he's, like, the number... Not the number two in command of the, like, Republic? No. No, I think I think he goes where he's told to go. Okay. I think he's a tool and I think the tool gets used where it's needed. Yeah. I also think if you know like we won't get into anything but like if you know anything about like Vader as a character, I think it makes a lot of sense that he's 
like craves the fight and to like be out there like because he's a he's a project of the clone wars like he only mm-hmm. knows war so there would be not a lot of use for him to be in the senate at all not i mean there's no senate anymore but you know what i mean yep okay well now we don't have to talk about that next episode <laughs> Lahan, you see that look? Like, mm-hmm. you see what I just did? Like, mm-hmm. you're not impressed? <laughs> so fun. And you know he's just doing it to mess with him as yeah. much as he's doing it for his own amusement. His, that and just like, you know, like. The comment earlier about, like, heathens in the spaceport, like, you know he looks down on on Han. Like, he, he's not equals with him yet, you know? Like, mm-hmm. socially. And, like, I feel like that was that kind of comment, too. Like, no, she'd never go for someone like you. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. The X-Wing may be one of the most beautifully designed spacecrafts in, yep. like, all Ever. spacecrafts. Yeah, Ever. Ever. Yeah, I adore it. To this day, I have I have seen very few airplanes or ships in movies that get me that hype. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's amazing. What do you prefer to play as in Rogue Squadron? Are you an X wing guy, A wing, Y wing, B wing? I haven't actually played it. Oh, okay. And you don't do vehicles much in battle battle uh, battlefront, huh? Mm-mm. I always played as an A wing. That was my like my my my, my vehicle. Because they were like the fast, speedy ones, but like they were basically offensive, like glass cannons, you know. Mm-hmm. Not movies to do that more. Just like panning around the environment. Just, like, show that. Show things yeah. existing in the world that, like, aren't central to the plot to, like, prove, you know? Yep. Something that's not the main story. Yeah. Yeah. It's something Miyazaki does really well with his yep. um, animation. Leah? He didn't get the memo. <laughs> Princess Leah. See that look that she just gave Luke? Yeah. Like, dude just got my name wrong? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. How embarrassing for everybody. <laughs> it's a very detailed graphics, you understand. Man, I love worlds that are like really high tech, but not. Yep. I just, I just really dig that aesthetic a lot. Retrofuturism is what it's called. Okay. Thank you. Okay. In case anybody doesn't know, they're on Yavin Four, which is the moon from of a planet Yavin. Mm-hmm. They're not like the planet. I think they're not. They're on is not called not called Yavin. 
So like what they're doing right now is they're move, making their way around. Like I believe they're making around their way around Yavin to get into the like place where the moon is at because they're in orbit over the over the uh, planet. Correct. Yeah, I did my job, and now I'm leaving. <laughs> here, here. Oof, oof, sick burn. Mm-hmm. Was, was, was that a serious? Yeah, he... I think it was. I think he meant it. I totally I think... think he meant it. The way he smiles there a little bit in that scene. I've been doing this gig for, like, a few days now. I've already gotten two kisses from the princess. <laughs> doing good. I'm, I'm doing something right. Biggs? That's Biggs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like how they're so desperate for soldiers at this point that, like... And admittedly, he's probably one of the best astromechs to have in your vehicle at all times. Like, mm-hmm. R2 may be the best astromech to, like, be your co-pilot. Which may be why Luke does so well. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. Because I would imagine, like, this first flight that he has and, like, this first battle, if he survived, they'd be like... that. W- that was like you got a lot of talent, but like, let's show you how to like actually do this now. You know, right? The white zone is for loading and unloading only. Hmm. Details. The red zone is for loading and unloading only. No, it's the white zone. <laughs> Man, how much does it remind you of the parking lot? Too much. I'd say just the perfect amount. I love doing that job. Max, we should do an episode where we tell Disney guest stories. Okay. Okay. 
where we like talk about our best interactions with guests. Oh yeah, easily. Yes, yes. And I can talk about my call center interactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Red Skelton, standing by. I love, like, the mishmash of helmets they have. Like, they're not all uniform because they're just, like, randomly from different parts of, like, the Rebellion. Like, some of them kind of have old, like, Imperial insignias on them. Yep. This is so well shot. lasers word words lasers just isn't good enough they need to be bigger turbo just call Mm -hmm. them turbo turbo makes everything better i really really love that it's showing the effects inside the ship and not Mm -hmm. just like on the outer level yeah agree that that you just don't see that very often and it's just so good Millions of people are probably on this space station. Mm-hmm. And they can muster six ships. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can scramble six. Yeah. Also, this is the first test of the uh, Death Star, like the first real planetary test. Mm-hmm. So they may not be stocked up like they want to be. Like right. they're not like militarily ready to like make attacks. That makes a lot of sense, actually. I like that. I think that's very justifiable. Death Troopers. Welcome to us justifying Star Wars to you for the next... We're going to do it a lot. For the next four months. (laughs) (laughs) I love those sound effects, man. The TIE Fighter sounds, that's screaming. Yeah. I, yeah.
I have one of those action figures. I've had it since I was about 13. Nice. I also had Luke in a Stormtrooper outfit from the uh, Shadow of the Empire like book and uh, uh, yeah, from the book. And like that whole like marketing campaign they did in the early 2000s when everyone thought that was the next movie. Mm-hmm. I want to know where that is. That was the coolest action figure. It was like a maroon outfit. It's funny. As much as I love the X-Wing... I hate the Y-Wing. Oh, the Y-Wing, the Y-Wing is... is one of the ugliest vehicles ever created. It's so dumb. It's like a it's like a station wagon from the 70s turned around backwards. It it's is. hideous. It absolutely is. You know, it just made my connection right now. They stopped so they wouldn't hit their own ships. Yep. And that's really clever. And I've never thought about that before. <laughs> Gosh, I love the design of Vader's ship. And I love that he goes out and like participates too. Yeah. Yeah, the Clone Wars series really builds on that of him like going out and uh, like leading the troops and stuff and like actively pursuing the battle. Mm -hmm. I always try to count the time and mm-hmm. see if it like matches up with the scenes.
This is a long engagement. Like, this takes a long time. And, like, one of the things I like about it is it builds the tension, but also, like, every loss they suffer feels real. Yeah. Like, it's such a small squad going in that, like, like, even that one guy who just died is, like, really sad, especially as a kid watching these. Like, yeah. It's it's intense. It's a lot. (laughs) I can't see the exhaust port. That was not the best delivered line in the movie. (laughs) I love how they're like the note that all of them got for how to move in their chairs was bounce up and down. Yeah. Like there's friction. R2 coming in clutch again. Like there's friction in space. Mm, Yeah, exactly. I like the sway, though. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. You can see his eyes. Uh-huh. I never seen that before. That was weird. Yeah, it's creepy. Man, I love the red tint they have on Vader's eyes. Yeah. Oh, That one hurt. He's not sure if they're going to make it. <laughs> Did you see that R2 is still plugged into the engine? Yes. That was That's a good detail. Mm-hmm. And also, they showed that camera there because when the other guy made his run and started, he was at 26, and Luke was only at 32. So, like, he has much further to go. Yep. <laughs> Luke? What you doing, buddy? <laughs> that that look, he's just like, we're not gonna make mm-hmm. it. Like, it's it's over. Oh gosh, I love that motion that you see from C three PO. Like yep. you he looks over and Leia's not looking at him. Just like Mm-hmm. It matters to him, but she doesn't care all that much. <laughs> well, she's in, she's like I mean, she's focused. It, right? I know, she, yeah, like, she's focused. Yeah, I realize that after I said it, but like, you could really see that like art, like it means something to C three PO. Yeah, yeah, his emotions. He's really engaged. He's not just like an unfeeling robot. Yeah, well, androids have feelings too. <laughs> I love. Yes. I love how he says that. What? What? I want to believe it was Chewie that convinced him to go back. Yes. Because I, I, Chewie's like, dude, he saved your life. Like, you owe him. That's yeah, a life debt. Like, uh, the showing of Tarkin at the end there, mm-hmm. right before it blows, just in that I'm same a- exact position the whole yep. time.
Right there, he was riding one of those toys at the front of a grocery store. <laughs> uh, I don't want it to end. And that's why I know like, I love this movie so much. Is like I just want to keep watching what happens next. Yes. Like, I want to see what they, like, I want to watch all of them, like, just hang out for a few weeks and just, like, kick it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, get it, like, have fun. Get immediately back. Oh, man. So, I didn't point it out, but if you paid really attention there, um, Carrie says Mark instead of Luke. Oh, that's funny. I and didn't it, notice it, that. It was the best take that they could do, and so they, they went with that one. Fascinating. I had no idea. They may have dubbed over it this time, but the original release, like she said, Mark. That guy in the background is just like, eh, I don't know about this droid. <laughs> and this is the first time you get to hear like the full fanfare build up to Star Wars. Yep. And like from the very beginning, and, and, and uh, it's just these two guys are somehow wearing space ball helmets. <laughs> There's this. There's a version of this online. This scene without the music. Oh, and it's just like them walking along this echoing room. It's so funny. That's... Check it out when you get a chance. I will. <laughs> that wink. Oh. Hmm. Look at how nice those two droids look now. Like, they're so shiny and cleaned up. So classy. Yes. Mm. Yes. The rebellion has begun in earnest. Ah, uh, this makes me so happy. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. I'm so excited. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us so much. That's it. That's the movie. We um, hope you had a chance to watch it with us. Tune yeah. in next time. We'll be we'll back talk about it. Yeah, I mean, this episode's posting at the same time as the other one, so like this is maybe like this is just a bonus for y'all. So definitely listen to this first if you can, but. Now that, now that the movie's over. Um, thanks so much for joining us. You have yourself a good rest of your night. We're going to be out, and we'll see you on the review. Bye, everybody. May the force be with you. <laughs>